0: Welcome to the African History Podcast, brought to you by African Campfire Stories. Our website is www.africancampfirestories.com. We are available on platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts and YouTube. Please help to create awareness of African history by sharing this podcast with friends. (music) African History Quickies Episode 9, Ethiopia Defeats Italy Part 4 This is the fourth episode of our Ethiopia Defeats Italy series. On this episode, we will take a small break from the battles and provide a background on the man who would be leading Ethiopia on their further wars with Italy. We will also provide a background on the ideology that fueled the mentality and outlook of the Ethiopia that fought the Italians in the 19th century. The ideology is largely based on a combination of two factors. Ideological factor number one, the Ethiopians believed their ruling family was descended from the biblical King Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. Ideological factor number two, the Ethiopians had long ago converted to Orthodox Christianity. We had promised in the previous installment that we will cover Ethiopian Christianity on this episode. Just one point of clarity before we begin with today's episode. We don't know how we have neglected to state the following so far. There are some books and other history material that calls the Ethiopia of this era by the name of Abyssinia. This is the name of Ethiopia that was popular in the European world of those times. And because Europe dominated that era, some non-European parts of the world also used the name Abyssinia as well. In this series, we have decided to not use Abyssinia in reference to Ethiopia because the Ethiopians did not refer to their country in that way. Plus, that name is no longer in use in any case. But in case you come across the name Abyssinia in history literature, just know that they are talking about Ethiopia. Another important point. Please note that this series does not provide a conclusive history of Ethiopia. In the future, we will cover Ethiopia in more detail. This series is strictly about providing a summary of the wars between Ethiopia and Italy in the 19th century. However, we have and we will continue to cover some additional stories that will provide background and context for this series. Today's episode is one such example. Now, let us proceed to today's story. In the previous episode, the Italians and the Ethiopians clashed at the Battle of Dogali, a battle that took place in 1887. This was a tough battle for the Italians. After that, the Italians became more cautious. They also entered into an agreement with the Ethiopians, an agreement that we said was fake and deceitful. The Ethiopian emperor who signed this agreement with the Italians was Menelik II. This is where we left things off last time. This isn't the first time we mention Emperor Menelik II in this series. He deserves more than just being a footnote in this story. Not a lot is known about the man. His importance is not limited to just being the guy who was at the helm when Ethiopia did the impossible by defeating a European country. Amongst his many achievements, he is regarded by some historians as being the founder of modern Ethiopia. So, here is some background on the man. Menelik was born Saleh Mariam. He was born to a Negus of Shewa, so he would eventually inherit the title of Negus of Shewa. Negus means monarch or ruler in the Eritrean and Northern Ethiopian Semitic languages. Shewa was located in the middle of modern-day Ethiopia. In fact, the Ethiopian capital of Addis Ababa is located in what used to be the Kingdom of Shewa. As Ethiopian Emperor Johannes IV lay dying in March eighteen eighty nine. He declared his own son to be the heir of his title of emperor. Johannes had been wounded in a battle in one of his many battles with the Mahdist armies of Sudan. Emperor Johannes, the Mahdi and the Mahdist Wars, and Johannes' involvement in the Mahdis Wars is covered in the previous instalments of the Ethiopia defeats Italy series. However, when Menelik heard that Emperor Johannes had died, Menelik declared himself as emperor. This was in blatant violation of the wishes of his dead predecessor. Not to mention that what he was doing was in effect declaring a coup d'etat against the Ethiopian state. The sly Menelik was somehow able to obtain the support of the majority of the Ethiopian ruling class. He was thus crowned as emperor in November 1889. Part of Menelik's argument for this coup was as follows. He claimed that Johannes IV and his family, thus including the son Johannes had appointed as the heir, were descended from the female line of King Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. Menelik claimed that the house of Sheba himself included descended from the male line of these two famous biblical figures. By the way, the more famous Ethiopian emperor Haile Selassie who was the ruler of Ethiopia when the Italians again attacked Ethiopia in the 1930s, also defended from the female line. Thus, according to Menelik's logic, Selassie shouldn't have been emperor either. The mention of Solomon and the Queen of Sheba bring us to the hereditary pedigree of the Ethiopian ruling dynasty and its commitment to Orthodox Christianity. We have previously mentioned in this series that Ethiopia declared a Christian holy war against the Mahdist forces of Sudan, who themselves had by the way declared an Islamic holy war against Ethiopia. In fact, all of Ethiopia's wars in this period in history had holy war undertones. Not that the Italians were that much different in how they saw their wars of colonial conquest. In any case, Ethiopia's holy war mentality came from their orthodox Christian faith. Consider this fact. Menelik was crowned and consecrated by the Bishop of Shewa at the Church of Mary on Mount Entoto. Mount Entoto is considered to be a sacred mountain and has a number of important churches and monasteries that have been built on it. Menelik would also build his palace there after he founded Addis Ababa. For those of our African brothers and sisters who are probably thinking that Ethiopia's wars against Italy were some kind of Pan-African endeavor, hold on for a second. (laughs) There was no Pan-Africanism or pro-Africanism back then. The Ethiopians primarily saw these wars with Italy as being about defending their imperial and colonial rights. They didn't want Italy coming over and taking their colonies in places like Eritrea nor anywhere else for that matter from an ideological point of view the Ethiopians, or at least the Ethiopian ruling class, saw themselves as defending centuries of what they regarded as the Solomonic succession. There is an Ethiopian tradition that states that when the Queen of Sheba visited King Solomon in Jerusalem, a story from the Old Testament of the Holy Bible, she conceived a son named Menelik I. This son of Solomon and the Queen of Sheba founded a dynasty that is said to have ruled ethiopia from the 10th century bce it seems there are no available historical records that provide evidence of this some historians state that if the records ever existed then they were probably destroyed in the 900s ce when a judaic dynasty took over ethiopia and destroyed the orthodox christian monasteries however The Orthodox Christian dynasty was back to ruling again in 1270 and it would rule Ethiopia until 1974 when Emperor Haile Selassie would be overthrown in a communist coup d'etat. In the 4th century CE, the Solomonic dynasty is said to have been converted to Christianity. This makes Ethiopia part of the few areas of Africa which converted to Christianity before the colonial era. Solomon is an important figure in both Judaism and Orthodox Christianity. And if your history says your rulers are connected to Solomon by blood, you can understand how much of an impact this could have on your mentality and outlook. The history of Ethiopian Christianity and its founding through the conversion of the Ethiopian ruling dynasty is discussed in more detail in our Christmas and Hanukkah special. See you next time as we continue our journey through 19th century colonial politics and conflicts.